God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to experience God's goodness and God's mercy. The Bible says that goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. And so I'm excited about that, and you should be too. I just want to bid you greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I tell you, it is an exciting day. And so today I want to talk to you about something that's really exciting. And that if you would do it, right, it'll be exciting in your life. And it's called living in the power of God. Living in the power of God. Let's pray. Father, we just want to say thank you for your word today. And thank you for your goodness and mercy, God. And thank you for being so good to us. And just your many blessings right now. Bless your word today. As it goes out, let it go out with power. Holy Spirit, bring to my remembrance the things that you've taught me, the things that I need to say today. Anoint the ears of the hearers today, God. And and we just want to say thank you in advance that the word will go out and accomplish that which you please. And it will not return until you void. And so thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, this day, this day and time or these days and times are very evil. And if you think about it, right, I believe we're in the last days. Everything you do, right, is being scrutinized by hell. There's an assignment and an attack orchestrated for your life. So every time you go out, you say anything about Jesus, you have a you're a marked man or a marked woman because that's what the devil does. The Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. So Satan certainly has an assignment out for your life. The scripture says that the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and to destroy. And so that's what he does. Anything that he does, he orders up for your life. It's filled with those deal, those things right there. Steal, kill, and to destroy. He wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy your job. He wants to destroy the very fabric of your being. He wants to destroy your family. His goal is to wipe you off the face of the earth. And if he can't wipe you off, to make your life extremely difficult. But just know this, that God said he would never leave you nor forsake you. That he's with you always, even until the end of the world. And so, brothers and sisters, in order for us to live this life victoriously, and to live this life knowing that the enemy is going to hit us, he's going to come, he's going to try to uh, attack us, knowing that uh, that's his assignment, we need to live in the power of God. And you say, well, brothers and Brother Leonard, how do we do that? Well, first of all, it starts with you being a child of God. Obviously, you can't live in what you're not a part of. And so as you become the part of the kingdom of God, and that involves you accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And so now, as, as after you accepted Christ, now you can begin to experience this power. This power that the prophets spoke of thousands of years ago. This power that the men and women of God had access to as they walked in the old days. This power, uh, as Jesus walked on the planet, as Jesus walked on the planet that he created, he had access to this power because he walked this earth as a man, as a mere man, right, yet anointed by God. And so just like any of us, he had access to this power 
we have access to this power because if we accept that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we have his DNA. We've been born from above, so we have access to this power. To be able to live this life victoriously, to be able to overcome the things that the enemy throws at you every single day, to be able to overcome what the devil tries to do to you. But Jesus said, be, be not afraid, brothers and sisters. He already told you, for he's overcome the world, because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And so we have access to that power. So we accept Christ and get born again, point number one. Point number two, we have to work on renewing our mind, putting the word of God on the inside of us. The Bible says, uh, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. So when you get saved, you got to start eating the word, brothers and sisters. I always tell you, when you accept Christ, make sure you go to a good Bible-believing church and get you a good Bible, download you a good Bible app, and you can begin the journey of learning about the Lord because it's important to know who God is. The scripture says, God said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And the scripture also says that they who know their God shall do great exploits. And so when we know God and we know his character and we know who he is, brothers and sisters, we can begin to walk in the power of God and do great exploits. Jesus said, these works shall you do and greater works shall you do because I'm going back to my father. So Jesus absolutely expects us to do that work as his child. As the children of God, we have access to heaven. We have access to the power of God. As it is in heaven, so shall it be on the earth. We have access to the power of God. So we have to get in the word and begin to study the word. The scripture says the study to show ourselves approved unto God as a workman that need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth and so as we begin to know the word and get the word on the inside of us the word begins to change our mind it changes our mind and it's a very critical part of accessing the power of god because if you don't get the word in you then you can't develop the faith in you that requires that that is required if you are to access the power of god so it starts with getting that word, meditating that word, getting the word on the inside of you. The scripture says that his word will go out and accomplish that which he pleased, and it will not return unto him void. So it's important that you stay in the word, you know, and the Bible says, I think uh, Romans um, 1 17, he says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the scripture also says, that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And that if we come to God, we must first believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so it's important to get in that word. David said he loved his word, God's word above his life. In Psalms 119, all it talks about is God's word and the importance of his word. His word is a, light, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's his word. The power is in his word. The scripture says that the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. That's that dividing line between soul and spirit. The dividing line between the joints and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So God's word has to clean our minds up from this worldly way of thinking, this worldly way of doing things, this worldly system that we're in, right? And as we get our minds renewed and cleaned up, 
you know, God begins to really move in us. You don't know, you know, like when God delivered you from certain things, you just know that that desire is not there like it used to be. Well, brothers and sisters, the reason why that is, is if you're in the word, you're studying the word. Well, guess what? The word will begin to cleanse you. The scripture says that it's the Holy Spirit that washes you with the word. You know, he regenerates you. It's his responsibility to use that word to get you right, get you clean. See, because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're not trying to be right. It's not based on, you know, your do's and don'ts. It's not based on if you do bad or good. That's not what it is. It's based on God's righteousness. He made you righteousness. You have his DNA. So you've been born from above. So you are righteous already. You're not trying to be righteous, right? And then the word of God, what it does, it builds your faith. It washes your mind and gets you prepared to walk in this power. The same power that Jesus used when he raised Lazarus from the dead. That's the same power. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. And you access that power as you're in the word and as you're in prayer. So once, once you get saved, you get born again, then you begin to eat on the word of God. And the word renews your mind and causes you to be able to begin to walk in the things of the Lord. Because listen, you can't do this, man, without God. I'm telling you, this world will eat you up if you're trying to do this in your own strength and your own power. It's all about who God is. This is not, it's not even about us. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. So he, it's about him. This is really the crux of the whole situation. It's really about Jesus. It's about encouraging and winning men and women to God, men and women to God. And that's through the Lord Jesus Christ, because God wants to, he wants to fix that relationship. He wants to reconcile them. He wants to bring them back to him. You know, there is no reason for anybody to go to hell. Absolutely not. Because Jesus already paid the price so that you won't have to go to hell. It's your, it's really your option. It's, it's up to you uh, because God has made the way plain. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father except he first come through me. And so Jesus, he came and he made this way for you. And so we know we get saved, we get born again, we're born from above, and now we're getting in the word of God, finding out who God is. Well, brothers and sisters, we got to accept you know, God's spirit. And what I mean by that is the Bible says that we have access to the power of God, to the Holy Ghost, the same Holy Ghost that came on the day of Pentecost. The same Holy Ghost is down here on this earth, keeping the enemy at bay. That's the same spirit of God that gives us the power and the anointing to be able to do the work of God. And so we have to be open to him, to accept him. And that, you know, I'm going to do some teaching on the Holy Spirit because uh, I think that we as people of God certainly need to know who he is and he's not a it he is a he all right he's the third person of the Godhead the third person of the Trinity and so that's something that's someone who we need to talk about and we will and so knowing that we have access to that power uh, we have to be readily available for God to use us and so brothers and sisters I think at this point, I'm going to stop right there because I really want to pick this up and, and hopefully get an opportunity to talk more about it uh, in the upcoming days. And so anyway, 
if you um, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today would be a great day to uh, come to know him. Because I'm telling you that without Jesus, you can't make it in this world. There's nothing that you can do and be successful in this world without him. You know, yeah, you can experience some temporary success at your job and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, when you close your eyes and you're gone off this earth, what's going to happen then? Because your job can't save you. You know, your boss can't save you. Nobody can save you. Once you close your eyes, whatever you've done on this earth at that point is what you have to stand on. And if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, you're going to hell. And, and it's a sad thing because there are billions of people in hell right now that didn't have to go. And God didn't create hell for you. He created it for the devil and his angels. But unfortunately, you know, that people decide that they want to do their own thing and they don't want to spend eternity with God. And so if you are one of those individuals and you decide that you don't want to spend eternity to God, then really all you have to do is nothing. Because if you do nothing, I promise you, hell will be your home when you leave this earth. But I'm going to be um, really positive about this and say that here's your opportunity. I'm not trying to scare you away from hell. I would like you to be scared of hell. I would like you to know that there is a hell, right? But I'm not trying to scare you one way or another. I'm just putting it out there that if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then when you die, hell will be your home. But what's even worse than that is there's a judgment day coming called the Great White Throne Judgment. And the Bible says that death and hell were thrown into the lake of fire. So believe it or not, hell is even a temporary holding place for you. It's not the one that you're going to burn in forever. Scripture says that death and hell were thrown into the lake of fire and that the lake of fire was prepared for the devil and his angels. And guess what? And you'll spend their, the eternity with them because if your name wasn't found in the Lamb's book of life, then the scripture says that the angel of the Lord took those people and they threw them into the lake of fire that burneth with fire and brimstone. So here's your opportunity to accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior, and listen, God is so good. Why would you want to live this life without him? He's the creator and maker of the universe. Think about this for a minute. If you drive a car, right, and let's say you have a, uh, let's say you drive a Ford pickup, an F-150, and something begins to go wrong with that car, that truck, rather, would you take that truck to any old dealership or would you take it back to the maker the people who made the vehicle right that would be your best choice because if you take it to somebody who didn't make it they're going to try to do something but it's not going to be it's not going to be um, it's not going to be what what it could be right well here's your opportunity to accept Jesus uh, as your Lord and your Savior Say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. Jesus, I pray right now and I confess that I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. 
Jesus come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I believe that God raised you from the dead and I believe you died for my sins. I accept you now in Jesus name. Amen. So guess what, brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're now a child of God. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Get into a good Bible believing church and uh, get you a good Bible Bible app and um, start this journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. I encourage you to listen to these podcasts as uh, brother Rick Lopez and myself as we do them. Um, on this podcast, we encourage you to listen to the messages. This is Brother Leonard, and have a great and a wonderful day.